Peace and blessings, you beautiful divine beings. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Living in Spirit podcast. It is your divine host, Zane Spirit. And I'm coming to you today with this beautiful, beautiful energy of just community, acceptance, love, joy. A lot of the conversations that Spirit is putting in the ears of our community and in the hearts of our people is really centered around how can we love more intimately? How can we accept ourselves more intimately? How can we know the depths? And, and so I come to you with this affirmation into leading into this beautiful and insightful podcast that we're about to witness and be present in. And it goes like this. I accept my body as it is. I trust that my trillions of cells are working in my highest good. I provide support, nourishment, and love to my body. I positively and proactively deepen the dialogue with myself. I listen to what I need presently and am open to the changes taking place as I transform into my next self. And may that uh, riddle in your mind, maybe you want to write that down for anyone who is listening and resonate. Um, just let it carry you through this podcast as we introduce an amazing topic. And more importantly, my most divine and amazing guest, Chi Alochi. Thank you so much for being present with me today. Thank you for having me. How are you feeling? Very calm. Just at a uh... A peaceful state I've, I've been as as of late so I'm feeling pretty good I'm, I'm excited <laughs> man you're you're out here being a living legend <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that <laughs> as 2022 been um you know coming with a new energy for you definitely it's, uh, it's definitely come with uh some level of surrendering um for a long time I've always you know try to be in control not not a controlling person but just like of my life I'm like you know I want things to go this way they they have to look like this it has to work out and once I surrender to what's meant to happen what's aligned with my purpose and and my overall person things have been very peaceful so it, mm-hmm. it's definitely it definitely feels it feels on time you know it feels like we've worked hard we've you know, endured a lot to get here. So just enjoy the rest. Mm. I love that for you. You are so deserving of that ease. Thank you. Yes, yes. I We have so much to dive into with the things that you do. I'd love for you to introduce to everyone listening, what is styling by Chi and how did that, how did your your journey into fashion and styling even get started? Oh, wow. <laughs> That's a, a great question, Zane. <laughs> um, oh, where, where do I begin? Well, Styling by Chi, uh, you know, my mission statement is to aim, heal, and empower through fashion and style. And it mm-hmm. ties into how I, I started fashion styling and just, you know, being creative in that regard. Uh I've all, I'm a pretty introverted person. It may not seem like it, um, but I'm like really shy. So it, it, <laughs> fashion is my outlet. It's always mm-hmm. been an outlet, a way for me to express myself. And that started when I was about 14. Um, before I was into fashion, I was into visual art. 
Mm. So that, you know, it, it ties in. I had a good friend. Um, he was an incredible artist. His name was Anthony Miller. I met him my freshman year in high school. And he really gave me that inspiration I needed to pursue just my creative endeavors and visual art and, and fashion. And, and, you know, that I can do it, that I'm capable. Um, and it was, it was hard not to be inspired around him and, and his energy and his vibe. Um, you know, so I, I kept doing it. I kept pushing it. Just, to, you know, my my way of dress was just a way for people to acknowledge you without speaking. You know, just like you see the mm-hmm. outfit. Oh wow! Just don't say don't say anything. Okay, serious. Listen, I had a friend my senior year of high school that said, "Hey, have you ever thought about being a fashion stylist?" And at the time, I didn't even know what it was. I, you know, remember reading Jed and Essence and, and seeing the uh, Project Runways and what the celebs were wearing on the red carpets and always wondering, I'm like, how did they come up with this? That's a nice outfit, how they put that together. And then when mm-hmm. I researched what a fashion stylist was, I said, oh, there was someone behind that. So it was mm-hmm. kind of just destined to happen. You, you know, it was already written the way I like to see it. Mm-hmm. So I, I really just started pushing it. I began styling Vachi in October, if I'm not mistaken, October of 2017. And it, it really started off with me styling myself, studying, styling, just trying to be very polished. And um, the friend that uh, Anthony that I had met, he uh, committed suicide about two months after. And it was like my my world kind of just fell apart. Mm-hmm. You know, he was how I, you know, there wouldn't be a, a chi without him. You know, there wouldn't be a styling about cheese. I, I didn't really know where to go. I didn't know how to handle it. Um, I didn't know how to cope. Uh, so I really, and you know, looking back, I probably shouldn't have done it, but I put all of myself into fashion. I, I didn't take time to heal. I didn't take time mm-hmm. to just acknowledge or you know, just, just grieve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that made things difficult, but it worked out. You know, I, I eventually went to therapy. I advise everyone to have some form of therapy or counsel. Um, so it's easier to walk in your purpose and so that you don't sabotage or self-sabotage in any kind of way because you're, you know, you're hurting and there's some things you haven't let, let go of. Mm-hmm. Things really began to pick up for Styling by Chi in about 2019. I had moved to Hawaii to like model uh, mental health, just a, just a break, just, just a cleanse really. Um, mm-hmm. Styling, you know, just, just being, just putting all of my creativity out there. Then um, things just, things just started happening out of, out of nowhere. And, and it's so, I don't want to do you a disservice explaining this because it's like, wait, how do we go from that to that? But things just started to, to just pick up. I can't even really pinpoint how, but I just remember, you know, a a friend of mine, her name is Naosha Gregg. She's a journalist based in New York. She sent me a link to, she said, you know, they're looking for stylists for fashion week. So, you know, I sent my information and next thing you know, I, I was there, you know, I was styling fashion week and I had met great people there. Um, then I, you know, styled for, for Reebok and um, Point Park University and have been in Teen Vogue and Essence and 
all these publications that are making me nervous to speak on publicly. <laughs> but um, things started to to really just flow. It, it was like, I, I really believe, you know, for everyone listening, that when you walk in your purpose, everything happens in its time and things begin to flow. There's no uh, shortage of blessing or um, just positive anything. And, you know, you don't deserve good things or to have success in your career field because of how much you've endured, you deserve it because you exist. Um, mm. So I don't get me wrong, you know, I love doing the photo shoots, the editorial, the, the subscription boxes and things like that, but I didn't feel like it was really penetrating a person's spirit the way I had, in, you know, had envisioned it, the way it did for myself. So mm-hmm. I wanted to add a, you know, philanthropic approach to styling Bachi. So I started styling you know, those who are, um, who deal with depression, autism, um, anxiety, and everything like that. And it just, you know, it it just made me feel fulfilled. And it made me feel like, wow, this is, you know, you can give back through your gift, you can give back through your talent, you know what I mean? So, Mm -hmm. and it, you know, and here, you know, here we are, I feel like, um, you know, with recently doing my first scholarship, um, just like this week, and um, I know I just saw that. I was like, "That is that is a dream. That is you. amazing." Thank <laughs> you. That that was you know my my biggest thing uh, was that reaction. You know, I, re- I remember styling you know children with autism, and they were so excited, and they felt like someone cared. You know, because we forget about people because of our privilege, you know, you know, our life is fine. So I'm not even really thinking about them and not out of the place of just, um, you know, you, you just don't care. It's just, it's an afterthought and no one mm-hmm. deserves to feel like that. So when I, you know, style the elderly and um, I like style them for free and give them free clothing and stuff like that. Um, and like mm-hmm. styling tips and um, they're like, oh, these clothes are for us. You know, you came here for us and um, just seeing the homeless, their face light up and, and, you know, people with physical illness and mental illness, just seeing the reaction to knowing that they're, they matter, you know, that mm. they deserve to have love and, and genuine care because they exist, you know, your, what you, what you have or what you identify as isn't a life sentence. Um, and just like, I deserve to be loved. You do as well. So I'm always about paying it forward in some regard. So being able to give back and just having the means to do so and being able to do the scholarship is is a great blessing because I, you know, when I began this journey, I didn't expect it to turn into this at all. I didn't expect this to happen. It was just a way for me to express myself and just seeing how it's been helping people and making them feel like it's safe to express themselves and be their authentic selves and show up in this world. Um, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Wow. Oh, I'm just giving you the biggest embrace, all the snaps, all the claps. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. I love everything that you're doing. Like your philanthropic work is the community, the the place that you, and the way that you look at the community, you know, I feel is very important. Um, because you. like you said, it's, a, it's an afterthought for a lot of us who, you know, 
going to pick up some clothes or we like we have the I have the privilege to go online and buy whatever I want right like you know or or to express myself in that way and then there's also a lot of us who do not even see the the value of letting ourselves be expressed you know through fashion and style and just to what that does to us mentally and emotionally and spiritually in that creative expression is really divine. And there's not a lot of people who can capture that and to understand that and to even bring ourselves into that space, you know, and I think you do such a beautiful, um, beautiful work in that, you know, just to say, you know, I, I think this would really accentuate your personality or who you are inside. And that's, that's a beautiful gift. Thank you. I really appreciate it. It means a lot coming from you, seriously. Oh, you, you just, <sighs> one in the same, one in the same. Everything you see in me is what I see in you. Yeah. What, how are you feeling about August 13th as your holiday? Like, is there a reason why August 13th was chosen? And can you oh. give us some, some background story on how the oh, city man. of Pittsburgh <laughs> like came into this? man you have the receipts wow <laughs> I didn't know you were gonna bring that one up <laughs> um how did how did uh August 13th wow I don't I don't know I guess it just felt fitting just the like the day to like choose to have it and um it was just you know I guess them like honoring what I do in like the community and with styling and everything like that. So that's still something I don't, I'm not even sure if I've processed completely, <laughs> but yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm sorry for this response. <laughs> seeming all it's over okay. <laughs> it's okay. I just, I was curious on how you felt with it. And I, I feel like it's okay to not really know because it's still new. Yeah. It, I, I'm still trying to process it. I'm still trying to, celebrate it like oh wow that's that's pretty cool <laughs> man you you on the you on the real life calendar okay <laughs> <laughs> and are you into astrology uh, at all kind of i'm you trying know, to get uh, a bit more familiar with it mm-hmm. i was looking at your dates like eight and then 13 13 is four four goes into eight you know so like <laughs> the number and then eight is a building number like after you've applied like spiritual lessons or hardship like you apply it physically like eight is four is a builder number in general like a foundational number and then eight is like the after you've been through the hardships of actually building on to the foundations eight is the expression of all the things you've learned to finish that cycle out so I think it's very fitting you know I just didn't know if you thought about it in that way <laughs> well that's the way to think about it mm-hmm. I don't that's definitely huh that's pretty cool I need to I need to touch up on it I, I'm not I'm not gonna lie to you Zane I gotta get better with it <laughs> <laughs> hey we're not we're not expected to know everything I just I want I wanted to shine the light on that for you because that's I feel like that's so pivotal to your brand and how foundational it is for not only you but the community. 
Uh, you're not gonna make me emotional right now. That's I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not and say we did. <laughs> but um, I did want to ask you, like, because you did mention how you just kind of threw yourself into styling by Chi, especially when you were going through, you know, the grievance and a lot of emotional turbulence. Um, and I wanted to ask, like, how has fashion, you know, been in a, a way of healing for you? Like just in your own personal journey, your self-love journey, how has that cultivated, you know, a depth to understanding your own depth? Wow, I'd, I'd say it makes me feel seen. And I think that's something we all want. And it really makes me feel safe and, uh, and seen and welcomed and mm -hmm. like I belong, it, it created the sense of belonging for me. So uh, when I'm having bad days or, you know, it's like, man, today's tough. I don't feel like doing anything. Getting up and being able to wear clothes. I love clothes I've always, you know, wanted to have as a kid. And, you know, I was like, I can't wait till I have this and having it now really, it really helps, you know, and, and not on a, not necessarily on like a, for, you know, appearance alone, but mm -hmm. just even when, you know, you don't feel good, when you look good, you, you, you feel better overall as mm -hmm. a person. Um, and it makes you feel like, you know, today may be hard, but we can get through it. You know, um, mm -hmm. I'm not in the mood to eat today, but you know, I'm going to eat something or, uh, I'm, you know, going to text people back today. So it, it's like that, that support system. And, you know, if it weren't for fashion, I just wouldn't be alive, just being completely transparent here. It's, it's been like that for me. Mm. So, uh, yeah, that, yeah, I, I definitely wouldn't be here without it. I'm grateful you're here. Thank you. Yeah, I, I know that, um, I think that fashion is one thing that's overlooked, especially in a spiritual aspect, because people think about it on solely as a physical thing. Um, but like you said, it's, everything is coordinated to your mood, to the way that you think about yourself, the way you perceive yourself, um, and even like self-validating and gratifying um, in your own expression. And I love that you mentioned, you know, things that you wanted to wear as a kid because fashion is something that the inner child thrives in right yes listen how, how do you communicate more with your inner child to create you know fashion statement pieces wow uh I try to I try to look at it uh, hmm I try to think of what younger she would want to wear you know and the, and the things that she the pieces she wished she wishes she had and you know now it's it, it's kind of I, I can just picture just like a little girl going you know into the mall and, and a parent tells her buy anything you want you know get anything you want so it's that kind of mm -hmm. connection and that trust um that that's shared between us because I think younger me will always be a part no, no matter how old I am when I'm 96 if I live to see that long um mm -hmm it creates this, this confidence that uh, younger she didn't have, you know, um, that it's like, you know, we can wear this, we, we can do this, we can, you know, pop out, 
you know, be dressed to the nines because that's something <laughs> she always wanted to do. So it so it's it's really allows me to show up and and just dress the way and, and be who I needed when I was younger. And I think that's the biggest kind of healing, biggest it, it's like the biggest factor in the way I, I dress myself and the way I style myself. Mm-hmm. Was there like inspirations for Little Chi <laughs> fashion wise um, that really inspired your style now? Uh, hmm. I've always, I'm, I'm trying to think of younger. Jill Scott and Erica Badu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially Erica because there's just this fr- complete <laughs> freedom of expression yes. in her style. Oh, love love me some Erica. <laughs> Listen, and, and Jill as well. Jill, mm-hmm. she she changes things. She she's so uh, multidimensional. She's never just won anything, and mm-hmm. um, it's just nice to see that representation. And it makes you feel like, and it made me feel like as a kid, if they can do it, I can do it too one day. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Do you have like a, a favorite fit or like an intentional accessory that aids you in moving bravely? Like if you were going to show up on stage somewhere, you've always got to <laughs> have this this piece on you. Huh. That's a good, that's a great question, actually. Are we, so we're, we're counting accessories too, right? Yeah, yeah, you can, because I mean, obviously, if you're going <laughs> to, you know, change the fit up so much, like <laughs> accessories would probably be a go-to. But if you do have like a favorite shirt or something that just is like, yes, I feel my absolute most confidence in this piece right here. Like, I know I'm going to go in and just be myself. I'd say my nameplate necklace, as corny mm. as it as it sounds, <laughs> it's not corny <laughs> we were talking before we got on the show about how powerful a name is you know the, yeah that that is you're right you're right I don't know it, it just I think it's affirming it's like you, you know I am you know who I am even when you know I network or I meet new people and I'm awkward and I'm sweating and I'm nervous <laughs> it's just like you know you're who you are and you know you're this way for a reason um, and it's cool to, to stack necklaces on as well. And it just goes with the outfits, but it also reminds me of, you know, who I am and how I deserve to be in spaces, even if, you know, imposter syndrome tries to convince me I don't. Mm. Can can we talk about imposter syndrome? Because that is, uh, I, I'm totally cool if you're not okay with that, but that's something that I feel like so many of us face when we start working in the public eye or like oh, maybe yeah. in the community in this way. Definitely. We can definitely talk about it. I've struggled with it for a while. <laughs> yeah. And same and same. I think uh, it's not really seen because imposter syndrome tells us that we can't be transparent <laughs> about, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. about what we're going through. Right. But um, in, in, especially spaces of fashion and I mean especially white patriarchy spaces where it where fashion has been you know 
it's definitely taken over what is accepted body-wise, fashion-wise, you know, so being seen in those places, I can only imagine from your perspective, like, you know, how, how did you step into that? You know, how did you overcome that? I'm not even sure if I fully, (laughs) I mean, proactively, we could say proactively. (laughs) Um, wow. I'm trying to learn to allow myself to just be, that's Mm -hmm. something that kind of helps. And, uh, um, something that I was told was everyone can be lying. Everyone can be lying to you about who you are. You know what I mean? If, if it's consistent and people are saying the same thing when they're describing you, there has to be some truth to it. Yeah, but it's up to you to see that truth. So, uh, Ooh, that's a gem. <laughs> it's, uh, just giving myself those reminders, you know, uh, you really, you know, built something mm-hmm. from the ground up and people see it. That's great. You know, you should be proud of that. That's, you know, it's not an easy task and uh, you deserve to be here like everyone else. So that's something that 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 helps trying to. Um, being being awkward makes it a little bit difficult because it, it comes off as this like bouginess or this. Uh, at least for black women, it's like it, it, it comes off as this unapproachable and stuff like that. And the entire time it's like I'm just nervous you know I'm, I'm just trying to feel my way around that this is new I haven't been here so mm-hmm. it's um it's it's just sometimes it's as simple you're okay you know what I mean everybody has their things everybody has their ways about them mm-hmm. you know you don't have to be a, a social butterfly to be someone who's accomplished or someone who's successful you can be awkward and talented you can be awkward and gifted shy and you know so mm-hmm just those reminders that you deserve good things because you exist are, are really what would keep me mm-hmm. yes yes thank you I I know that uh some may not see Prince as like awkward and shy but if you look at like Prince he's very reserved in his energy which yeah. is, is yeah. respectable right and when I think about, and especially with fashion, like he's definitely one, but he's just an overall talented being, like he's just a multi-dimensional being. And when I think about how he preserves, has preserved himself in front of crowds and he doesn't say much, you know, like, and some people was like, oh, he's sadity or like, he doesn't, you know, he just doesn't care. But I, I feel like people mm-hmm. people are going to make the judgments that they're going to make anyway right. you know like <laughs> Prince obviously was like I do not have time to deal with <laughs> anything outside of me that doesn't feel good you right. know and I, I feel like we're all in, and I often think about like how would how would I want to show up and just unapologetically respect my energy and respect who I am and sometimes that means not looking everybody's way or just, you know, staying in my own bubble and saying, let me not get overwhelmed by the scenery. Definitely. And I'm, I'm so glad you, you said that because uh, I would struggle with that guilt a lot of perception. I'm like, uh, I was like, I hope people don't, don't think I'm, I'm being rude or I'm, or I'm you know, I, I don't care. I was like, it's not that. It's just the, 
you know, I'm awkward. I'm, I'm shy. This is hard. <laughs> so I'm, I'm happy you, you, you said that definitely. Yeah. And just for anybody listening to like, it's, it, something that helps me too with imposter syndrome is, um, you know, all of the things that she said, like talking, the inner dialogue is really important. And like rem- remembering, sometimes I have to look at people's reviews and I'd be like, dang, I, I really went through a lot of stuff to get to this point that I'm at and I'm still growing, you know? And I have to like, like you said, look at how people see you. Cause if they continuously see the same things then obviously that somebody's not off the mark, you know, <laughs> but, um, but also like, remembering that no matter what others perceive me as like I deserve to see myself most importantly right and and to celebrate that you know like celebrating every part of that and journaling helped me a lot because I would some of my experiences especially spiritually or just like in certain spaces energetically like you walk in a room you can feel the energy but nothing's ever said so it's kind of like did that even happen right (laughs) did that even happen did I even experience that so whenever you write it down and you journal it out and you like record or document your experience in some way it helps you later on to look back and be like I really did go through that like Mm -hmm. (laughs) I really was present for that and that has helped me a lot to the experience Mm-hmm. and that that, that helps, helps me a lot definitely helps mm. I know that uh you know we did talk a little bit about making your way in spaces that may be a little bit uncomfortable or very uncomfortable for you and I wanted to ask like what boundary what barriers do you feel need to be penetrated in this society when it comes to elevating our experience with fashion I think we really, you know, we say it all the time. We we often say, you know, don't follow trends. Don't, don't, you know, do you, do you. But we don't really mean it. You know, it's just something. <laughs> it's just like. It's we, something cool that we just came yeah. up with for the moment. Because there's, there's a difference in treatment. There's a difference in treatment if you have trend, you know, trendy outfits. If you're wearing Balenciaga or Prada or Gucci or Chanel and all of these, all of these brands. There's a difference if you see a person wearing H&M or let's say you see them wearing Skechers and stuff like that. So the the shallow aspect of the fashion industry irritates me. And I really think we should get to this space where we just let people be them. Mm-hmm. You know, we just let people show up as they are, show up as their authentic selves through their clothing, however they deem best fit. It doesn't matter what they're wearing or how much it costs or where they got it from or how much money they have. It just matters that they had the courage to wear it. And I Mm -hmm. think there was more of a, you know, mentality regarding that. Uh, It it would be easier for people to to speak on an outfit or speak on fashion and not feel intimidated or not feel Mm -hmm. like they're not, you know, uh, you know, intelligent enough or just to experienced in that field to have a say you have a say you know why do you like these sketchers where'd you get them from I think they're cool I like how they go you know they complement the colors and the neutral tones and everything like that I feel Mm -hmm. like if that was a safe space and we didn't just shun people or just turn them away because of what they don't have 
Mm-hmm. I just think the fashion industry will be way bigger than it already is. Yeah, yeah. And more recogni- recognition for designers that are up and coming too. Yeah, of course. Because there's so many designers who are coming up with great pieces that go against the grain that mm-hmm. deserve to be worn by people who, you know, are, are, are different, aren't, you know, are quote unquote weird, are doing things their way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And do you also like in, in another perspective, you know, what barriers do you feel need to be broken uh, or, you know, what is your perspective on the body acceptance and the way that we're leaning societally, uh, you know, in this <laughs> space. <laughs> I know that that's loaded. <laughs> it's not fair, just simply put, as, as a stylist, as a woman, everybody doesn't have the same body type that I do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everyone doesn't have to look a certain way or specific way to be a model. To, to wear certain clothing, to wear a certain outfit, you know, an outfit and seeing representation that is very, very limited, that doesn't cater to, you know, body positivity or different body types is very asinine because it's not realistic. And then when it is showcased, it doesn't do the woman justice. You know what I mean? The the, the styling doesn't represent, represent them the, the right way. It, it's just not fair because women of, of all body types of, of all shades of, of all you know orientations everything deserve to see themselves in some form of media and think wow I could I, I would definitely wear that you know have some level of relatability and it's and they don't and right. it's annoying because it's not a matter of we don't know how to it's just not a priority right right there's a lot of people in in this industry that likes to make it uh, more exclusive to them and to fit their ideal body types for whatever reason, you know, like, and I've seen so many people turn away from their calling in fashion for that very reason. Yeah. And it it is very sad. Even, oh, go ahead. It's sad and, and they deserve to be here. They deserve to to have the privilege of being able to walk in their purpose. You know what I mean? No, no matter how their body looks. So to essentially what I, it, gatekeep a person from an opportunity or, or from a job or, or from a, a modeling gig or from the right representation because of their body type, it's just crazy to me. It's just crazy. Mm-hmm. It's like, how old are we? <laughs> like, I don't... That's one thing saying I'll, I'll never understand. I will never yeah. get it. And, you know, even to think like growing up, I know that there were not even like models shorter than a certain, you know, like shorter than, I guess, like five, eight, five, nine or something, you know, or like people mm-hmm. with tattoos weren't showcased, you know, like, and then there, don't get me started on people of color representation in, in fashion and media, you know, so like there's, yeah. there's a, so many barriers that, you know, even plus size modeling, that was not something that and even our ideals of plus size, <laughs> like have shifted over um, you know, the time. And I do see a lot of progress in this, you know, in this, and people, moguls like you are making this possible. Um, but oh, yes, you. yes, you, I'm celebrating you because <laughs> you're the 
you're the one bringing this to the spotlight in places where it needs to be seen. Um, Thank you. But but for so long, we none of this was even too much of a conversation. It was like, oh, you just can't do it. You know, so yeah. I do see us making progress in this. But how long do you think it's going to take for us to get to a place where we're just in a really body positivity society? Uh, I think it's 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 uh, not big on when, but excuse me, not big on how long, but but a matter of when. And I think when it starts on the ground level, it can build. And I believe it'll transfer, you know, seeing, uh, let's say, a stylist or a photographer or a designer target their, you know, the the ideal client is a person, let's say, who's plus size. That's a game changer. You know what I mean? Because, I, you know, I can, all of those other body types are, are cool and cute, but they need the spotlight right now. They deserve it. They've worked harder than you. Many of them have. So mm-hmm. I think seeing those that are taking the initiative to put, you know, realistic body types to the forefront will create this, you know, ripple effect and make people feel like you have to do this. You should want to do this because mm-hmm. look, look at the result. Look at what it's doing for other people. Right, right. How can we define what looking and feeling good means to us on you know, just in an everyday, an everyday basis of body acceptance. How can we explore that? I think trial and error. Uh, I think trial and error. And I think reminding yourself you're human. Who just happens to be in this body. You know what I mean? And because you're human, you should have a good time. You should have fun. You should dress up. You should, you should wear that outfit on the date and then realize later it was a terrible choice. <laughs> or get heels you know you can't walk in or get sneakers that have way too many colors on them and you in your wardrobe you didn't have the you know the colors to, to match it I you know just have fun just explore because you're allowed to you know I don't care what anyone says or what media or or um, you know the influencers or the trends tell you have fun in your style and your fashion because you deserve it because there's no one here like you and I would you know there's people that want to see your creativity. I want to see how you style this. How would you wear, wear this? Um, mm-hmm. And I, 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 I know that helps. I know that helps, you know, from experience, just having fun, making mistakes in your style, trying to find your style. Because those mistakes, which really, you know, are necessary for our growth and evolution, really help you love yourself. We mm-hmm. think, you know, if I can dress the way people are dressing and, and, you know, on Instagram and Facebook and, and Twitter and TikTok. And, you know, I'm not, I don't have the coolest sneakers. I should just leave it alone. And they think they failed, you know, but failure is never, it, you know, failure is always an event. It's never a person. So mm. for yourself, see what you like, see what you don't like because you can. Yes. And I think yes. that helps, you know. Mm. That is beautiful. That's beautiful. And there's so many people who, uh, you know, I always say like, there's really no mistakes. You know, I know we, we throw it, you know, loosely, or we might feel regret, (laughs) you know, for doing certain things. But, um, you know, at some point in time, we all wanted to see if it was going to work out, 
we were all curious about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so like, was it really a mistake for that trial and error to be exactly. taking place, you know? Or did it just help you find yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are there like particular rituals or things that you do personally to help um, you empower your perspective of your body and just to cultivate that relationship? Uh, definitely prayer. Definitely a prayer just in any uh, form, you know, because prayer is just a conversation. It helps a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, styling myself, styling other people, you know, I'm, I'm always saying, you know, as a stylist, I, I think there's this misconception that it's just dressing someone, but no, there's a level of trust that someone gives you with their body, with their insecurities, with their fears that I don't take lightly at all with every client I have. So it's, you know, just saying, you know, I'm thankful for this opportunity. I'm thankful for this client. You know, I hope I represent them the right way, that they have a good experience, that they feel seen, that they feel heard, that they feel, you know, uh, a boost in their confidence after working with me, you know, and even if they don't come back to me again, you know, I I want them to have an experience that they'll never forget. Um, And just in my, my personal style, I'm just like, you know, you know, give me ideas. I want to, I want to try something new. I want to try something different. You know, let me have fun and, and see how it's going to go because it's a privilege to be able to style myself and wear things I like and not have to worry about it. Mm. I think gratitude is, is just the, the, uh, the core value for styling myself and and styling other people. Mm. Is there anything else that goes through your mind when you're stalling? I mean, the gratitude component <laughs> is important, but <laughs> nerves, nerves, yeah, nerves. I'm like, hope they like it. I really hope they like it. <laughs> <laughs> not, not we're the biggest critics of our own work. <laughs> I can tell. I know that. Yeah, I'm like, I, am I reading too much into the facial expressions? Um, my, but my biggest thing is comfort. I'm, I'm, I'm always. I'm like, are you comfortable? Does anything hurt? Uh, is anything too tight? Do you need anything changed? How do you feel? Do you like it? Because I can like an outfit, you know, based off of my, you know, expertise. I'm like, you know, this is it. But a client may not like it, you know? So, and the things that I like as a stylist may not be what they're supposed to wear. It may not be a good representation of their, of their person. So it's just, making sure we're always on one accord, you know, does this make, make you feel good? I always ask any client in any consultation based off of, you know, who you are now, adult you, would you say that the child, you know, little you, you know, is proud of who you are now. And that question helps me gauge how I'm going to style them because typically, honestly, all of us as kids, you know, there were outfits or clothes we wanted. Some of us may not have been able to afford it. Some of us didn't have the confidence to wear it. So when I get that answer, I base it off of how I'm going to style you now. So the goal is to always style them in a way that will make them feel proud of who they were or in, in such a way that the younger version of themselves will be proud of who they are now. Mm-hmm. Or if they, you know, don't feel like the younger version of themselves will be proud of who they are now. It's styling them in such a way where it, you know, it just kind of gives them that little push to have Mm -hmm. some moment of pride and joy of who they are. 
So mm. that's my biggest thing. I love that so much. You're such a gem. Wow. Thank you. Wow. Please let us know what will be of this year with you and how we can support you and connect you with you. Well, you can uh, stay connected on stylingbyshe.com. My Instagram is uh, stylingbyshe as well. What's coming right now, honestly, Zane? You know, <laughs> photo shoots in time, but really just celebration. I'm really hyped about this scholarship. The girl that was awarded it was incredible. And just mm-hmm. to be able to give back just feels great. So I'm just trying to celebrate this and enjoy this ride for as long as I can <laughs> and yes. then go into the next chapter in time. But I'm I'm just really hyped about this. <laughs> as you should be. As you should be. Celebrate. It does not matter how big or small something seems like a win is a win. Most definitely. And, and when other people win, I do, I do as well. Yes, yes. You you showcase a lot of um, other creators on your website as well. Oh, Zane, I have to. I have to. Because the the way I look at things is we are, we're not put on this earth to just be blessed alone. It, mm-hmm. it, it should not be like that. So if I have the, the means to make someone's journey easier based off of, of, of my struggles and my quote unquote mistakes, I'm going to do that every time. If I have the platform to share someone else or write about them or make them feel seen and encouraged and remind them of their gifts and their talents, I would do it a million times over. Um, it, I have such a great time doing it and, and the reactions make it all worthwhile. And there's so much talent in this world that needs showcase. So mm. just trying to do my part. I know how I felt when I showed up on this. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? you see me I see you <laughs> we seeing each other this is grand <laughs> I'm formally thanking you on air for that <laughs> of course thank of you course. thank you is there any anything on your spirit that you would like to share with us before we close out for today hmm I'd say you're you're valuable where you are. We yeah. we get so focused on destination and when we finally get the house, when we finally find the spouse, when we can afford the designer or whatever luxury is in your life that that we will be worthy, you know. Mm. Of just just I'm just going to leave it there that we think, you know, now I'm worthy. It's like, no, you, you're worthy now, you know, you deserve it now. You deserve joy now. You deserve mm. contentment, success, all of that now. And um, you're perfect where you are. It's okay to have goals. It's okay to want to accomplish things you're supposed to, but you're still here. And that's one of the biggest accomplishments in this world is that you're still here because life isn't easy. We all have our trials and tribulations, some tougher than others. You know, some people's trials we couldn't last the day of, but the fact that you are still here and that you still have hope and that you are still chasing and committed to purpose is is the best you already won. You know, you already won. It's, it's the biggest accomplishment of your life. Mm-hmm. You know, winning other things and buying other things, it's great. But the fact that you didn't give up on yourself even when the world may have, you know, even when the world may have told you you're not good enough 
or people made you feel like you were. You didn't give up on you. And I, I'm proud of that. And I hope you learn to be as well. Wow. Thank you so much. You are an absolute treasure. And I'm so grateful to have connected and shared space with you. And I know everyone listening gathered so much from your perspective and your experience. So thank you so much. Of course. Thank you. I, I would love to have you on again sometime soon. And I'm celebrating you every step of the way. Listen, Zane, I'm, I'm ready whenever you are. I love your vibes. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we're here to have a good time. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to send you my actual number because, yes. yeah. I'm, I'm quicker there. <laughs> <laughs> well, we will definitely collaborate more and do more. And any way that we can support you, we definitely will. Everyone who's listening, you can catch all of uh, Chi's links in the bio. Um, support her on all these platforms. Get a consultation. Celebrate, share, and just keep uplifting our community. And I thank you all so much. And thank you again, Chi, for joining me. I'll see you next time. All right. Thank you for having me.